Hello, everyone. This is June 3rd, 2021, and this is the Loose Screws Podcast. And I'm back. I am Commander Jan Trax. I am here back on the show. I am joined by Commander Chig. Hi. Good evening, sir. Commander Dubs is here. Hello. Uh, NL Hate is here, but he changed his name and it almost threw me just now, but it did not throw me. So, Hate, what's up? I'm all out of order and I was really expecting to go last again. And I am critically underprepared. <laughs> uh, Commander, Lieutenant Commander Data. You know, at the time, I didn't notice you were gone last week, but I thought you had a really weird accent that you were putting on. Uh, but it's good you're back. <laughs> you know, actually, well, hold on. Commander Nurgle is also here. Hi, man. I've seen yours. I was going to say, did I, I thought, you know, big thanks to Ty for coming around and covering me when I couldn't be here. And also, didn't you guys think he made a great podcast, Daddy? No, you're no, the only daddy. You're the only so daddy that we have. Yeah. He's podcast daddy Ty's. now, so it's settled. Nope. You all heard nope. that it's unanimous. Ty's granddaddy. Uh, oh <laughs> Grandpappy. Yeah, no, Ty is granddad. Trax is daddy. Daddy. Oh, God. Thank you, okay. daddy. Well, that went badly. Let's... Uh, go on. So on this very exciting and not at all samey episode of the Loose Screws podcast, um, a megaship is missing. The Jupiter division is, I don't know, they got their their undies in a bunch again. Odyssey has major patch number two and 2.1 in the same day. So that's fun. Uh, outfitting UI feedback is requested and... Let's see, what's this last thing? The Odyssey Roadmap to Fixing Odyssey is announced to be on the map to be planned for release on or by tomorrow, Friday. So. Crystal clear. Yeah, exactly. Um, guys, I haven't talked to you all in a while. What's been up? How you, how, how's, how's things shaking, Chig? Uh, well, I also missed the show last week. Um, I... Went on a little trip. If you guys want to hear a little story about uh, how that went, um, yes, the Gale made it, it, it's, it's, it, yes. it's a good, it's a good old man story, actually. Um, Where's the campfire sound effect? Well, no, there's no campfires. We'll just start this with. Uh, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. I have something for that. Oh uh, God, Ty's <laughs> old man tales. Oh no, me. <laughs> Gather round, children. Old Man Ty has another story to share. I miss you guys stories know who I got to voice Ty. that part? Uh, uh, Ty Worsham. Nope. Mike Tyson. Nope. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> no. Anyway, no, tell your story. No, that was me. No tell your story. That was oh, you. Nice. Yeah, I just, I just manipulated it. Anyway. <laughs> I put myself down like a lot. <laughs> See, like every time Lave Radio plays your uh, store song, I, yeah. I I recognize your voice in there, and like I can yeah, listen that's to anybody. Manipulated. That's just me singing. <laughs> I, I know, I know, but I can, you know, I can listen to anybody sing except myself and or my friends. I, I like get embarrassed <laughs> for you. I don't know why. It's really good. It's funnier than hell. But I know it's you, and it, I, it, 
it, it is makes, it makes me uncomfortable Stop it is a little that. embarrassing but i leaned in so <laughs> it's good anyway. you leaned in full force okay so this this story um let's just open it with it, cancer fucking sucks all right let's just go with that because that's that's Indeed. where this this whole be- thing begins is a, a few weeks ago i uh, got a group text message from from an old friend and it was to like a whole lot of us and and this is going to date all of us you know we're all in our you know lower to upper 40s now so all of us you know get this text message we're all living in different parts of the country but we were the group that you know back in the 90s you know house parties you know half of us were roommates with one person or another at some time and you know we were just getting drunk and then life passes you by and and all of a sudden you know haven't seen some of these guys in 10 years some longer um and get a text message from uh a friend living in uh denver that uh he's been given less than two months to live because his cancer's come back and Uh. and and wants to have a get together and it's like you know first reaction is like oh god i don't know if i can make that work but then think about it some more and it's like yeah you know gotta do it so uh you know we start figuring it out me a a buddy in duluth here then a buddy in minneapolis we decide we're just going to drive out there because the cost of renting a car was going to be ridiculous so we decide to do that and everybody just kind of starts meeting there so we end up getting out there and it's it's friends from florida tennessee uh maryland uh a buddy from texas who all lived in minnesota you know we all lived here and now we all have families all over the country so it's it's going to be you know just a, a weird situation you know we're getting ready to go out there but all of our wives were like hey don't die when you're out there you know first time really yeah. going and partying with these people <laughs> that we partied hard with back you know back in the day you know they've heard the stories or were parts of some of the stories in some of the cases but you know they they're, they're, they were a little bit worried about us going out and doing this and you know we find out that this is literally it's he's he's looking at it as his living funeral and that's even like wow this is going to be intense you know i've never been to a funeral for somebody who's still alive so we get out there and we we all meet at his house uh well a lot of people met friday and then they spent the night and then me my group we showed up there saturday about noon one o'clock and we're meeting at his house in aurora then we're going up to black hawk which is this beautiful casino there's like 10 casinos in this valley up in the rockies freaking amazing place that that was awesome but we get together and, and show up and all of a sudden see you know one of my best friends from back in the day I haven't seen him in like 18 years i could tell already that he may have stopped by a dispensary and has had a few <laughs> beers so he's he's i'm like dude you are tore up he's like you have no idea you know giving hugs to everybody else and and we're like, all right, well, let's let's take the trip up to the mountains, and we're trying to figure out who's riding with who. So it's me and the guy that I, me and the two guys I rode out there with. Then we took two of our other oldest friends who I haven't seen or talked to in years, and we start driving up into the mountains. And me and the guy in the front seat, the guy who's driving, we're we're don't we? I had a couple beers. The guy driving didn't have any beers at this point. He can't wait to get up to the casino. About an hour drive to to start start drinking all three of the guys in the back seat have had a few drinks and everything else and we're just driving along everything it seems seems fine we're all talking about whatever and all of a sudden i hear from the back seat kyle you okay and i turn and look and the guy sitting behind the driver all of a sudden his head's down and his hands are in his lap and he's wearing a ball cap so i can't see his face and 
the other guy's grabbing like a potato chip bag and putting it under his mouth is like, are you going to throw up? Are you going to throw up? And I mean, we're not like, you know, 21 year old kids who drank too much. This is just old people driving. And I'm looking and I says, is he okay? <laughs> is he okay? And, and he's like, I don't know, Kyle. And he starts shaking him. I start hitting his leg and it's like, oh my God, is, is he okay? It's turning into like this. What is it? Aunt Edna from Vacation who yeah, died in the yeah. backseat of the car. Yeah. All of a sudden, the other guy uh, reaches over and lifts his head up, and all of a sudden, his eyes are open. He's not blinking. He's not breathing. He looked dead, like dead, dead. We're just in full panic. The driver of the vehicle, he can't see him behind him because, you know, he's seated behind him. And I just go, fucking slap him. But he just winds up, smacks him in the face. He blinks. All of a sudden, he comes back to a little bit, and we're like, oh, my God, he freaking died. So we're like, well, this is actually coming true. His wife was was right to be worried because that's the first fatality of the weekend. So we get up to the hotel then, and he's still recovering. He's, he's coming around a little bit, but he needed to lay down. We, we figure it was a combination of... He hadn't partied in a long time, plus going up in the altitude, you know, where mm. it, that, that casino is sure. around 8,000 feet. So yeah. it, was, it was a number of factors, but we're, we're standing by. He was actually dead for, for we don't know how long. So we, we get up there, keep checking on him, leave him in the hotel room, and we meet up with everybody else. And we're telling the story to everybody what happened. And everybody is like, oh, of course it would happen to him. And, and so then we all are gambling and stuff and the cancer you know, our friend who has cancer, you know, we're playing craps with him and having fun and telling him a story, but he, didn't, he never got to see Kyle that night who, who had died. So overnight, his breathing got so bad, not Kyle who died, but the person with cancer, he ended up having to go back to his house because the altitude, it's stage four lung cancer just wasn't doing well. So they drove home in the middle of the night. So he never saw Kyle who died. So we get a message that they left. We have another night at the hotel, but it's like, well, we should probably, we drove out here to hang out with him and, you know, living funeral, just kind of creepy and all that. But we're like, we, we better drive back down. So we drive back down, get to his, his house and he's still sleeping. His wife is there and she's giving Kyle a little bit of crap about what happened and everything. And we're there about an hour and all of a sudden, uh, Adam is his name, comes out of his bedroom. You know, he's, you can tell he's in pain and everything else that, you know, he's still, still talkative a little bit. He He's kind of in and out. I mean, he's actually got a fentanyl patch. That's how much pain he's in. You know, it, it, it's rough. Wow. So he comes out of the bedroom and we're all like, you know, Adam. And he, he comes walking up and he walks past everybody and walks up to Kyle, <laughs> looks him dead in the eye and says, you're not going to steal my thunder, motherfucker. Everybody just <laughs> lost it at that point. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it, it was a good time. Uh, you know, old, old people shouldn't try to party like they're young, but just cancer's a bitch. And I know you guys all know that we're, we're all older. And I know some of us have True. some issues that are going on right now, but it's, it is just one of those things. And just, I don't know, just, you know, have fun every moment. That's all I got. That's my story for tonight. And it's a good one. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so no one actually like forever died on the trip. No, but we're, we're okay. sticking by. <laughs> he, he, he died and we've always given him shit. Cause he's the same. He's like 
my age or one year older, but he's always looked old. You know, he's like lost his hair earlier. <laughs> he's skinny. You know, we've often, you know, joked that he looks like Mr. Burns from the Simpsons and stuff like that. So we've always <laughs> joked that he, that he's, he's, he's old. So, you know, we were already making fun that he's going to be the first of us to die. You know, we oh, no. make jokes that he fought in the civil war and stuff like that. That's why I always have an old person joke for Nerva because we've used him on this guy forever. You know, we've got <laughs> so many, but we, we, uh, even said it's like he just died for a minute and we all got so stressed out of it we're pretty sure he took five years off of all of our lives from the anxiety we had because we thought <laughs> right. one of our friends just died and he's some kind of vampire who just absorbed those years from us and he's just added 20 more years to the end of his life so that's that that's the story we're sticking with yikes so yeah. All right. So that that was my that's why I wasn't on the show last week. I had to go see a friend die and say bye to another one. It is what it is. <laughs> All right. Uh Dubs, what have you been doing? Well, my week has not been nearly as interesting. <laughs> you don't want to try to top that story? <laughs> yeah, I, I I couldn't top that story if I wanted to. Uh let's see. Go to work, play Elite Dangerous. <laughs> I mean, well, some seven days All to right. die. Yeah. That's it. My my week has been playing with Odyssey and trying to enjoy it and being fairly successful. White Knight. All right. Um, hey, what about you, man? Uh, White Knight. What? White Knighting pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm I'm giving my very old graphics card, you know, a, a little bit of a break. You know, I'm not overworking it, doing the Odyssey stuff. So I've been gearing up in Terraria, and I'm getting ready to fight the Moon Lord. Okay, I, uh, okay. I mean, I know what most of those words mean. Cthulhu's um, brother. Used in, used in con- conjunction. I, I'm not sure I follow you, but I'm going to accept it. Sounds like you're having fun. That's pretty good. Uh, uh, Data, yeah. what's been up with you? <laughs> well, summertime is here. Everyone's out of school. Cicadas started. Cic- cicadas are everywhere. I know you live near me, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Finding their their exoskeletons hanging on everything, like morning to morning, more and more. You dig a hole in the ground, you find a cicada under the ground. Yep. And the name of the game this week has been landscaping. Yay! Uh, For any of you who've ever dug up stumps or root balls uh, from old shrub, from old bushes, oh, it's not fun. A lot of digging and a lot of hacking away at stuff. In game, I've just been been playing Odyssey pretty pretty regular. I've been having a good enough time with it. Um, been doing a combination of. Farming some mats, running some missions, doing some combat. Yeah, I've been able to get an hour or two in a night Ooh. recently. Yeah, that's been been my wow. week. Nice. Nice. Uh, Nurgle, um, what's up? I sense not quite such a pleasant time for you. Well, no, it hadn't been too bad. I mean, I, I too was not on the show last week, but. Uh, the last last Thursday when we recorded was my wife's birthday, so I, I'm 
pretty sure I was not going to get away with we can't celebrate your birthday, honey, because I have to do a <laughs> podcast about a video game. The guys need me. <laughs> yeah, I have that's... to complain about a video game. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm reasonably sure, you know, I've, I've been married for almost 30 years. I'm pretty sure that was not going to fly. <laughs> um, and, of course, you know, my wife is, is also a school teacher and now school is out. So the, uh, the beginning of summer panic mode of all the things I want to get done is kicked in. <laughs> Which makes me glad yeah. I work during the day. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, those of you who are who are married to teachers understand what that first week out of school is like. Yeah, um, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. So they they de-stress and and then they start acting really weird. But you know, I, I kind of understand where that comes from. And uh, you know, game wise, I, I am still sticking by my guns of. I am not touching Odyssey with a 10-foot pole until either there's some giant patch that fixes everything or a series of patches that fix everything or July 1st comes around. It's, it's been too frustrating an experience. But um, by saying you're not going to play Odyssey, or you mean you're not going to log into the game, you're still following the, the BGS stuff and everything, aren't oh, you? Or is that completely screwed? You're and, playing in Horizons. I'm still playing in Horizons. Okay, in, in gotcha. between crashes to desktop. I'm, I'm not touching Odyssey until at least July 1st. Is that just a date you've set, or is there something that's supposed to happen? No, that's just that was just my arbitrary date to give yeah. them you know, roughly a month to fix everything. I mean, if if... You know, if next week they put out a patch that basically says, "Hey, we fixed everything," I'll log in and try it. But, and, and you know, barring that, yep. not going to do it. Not going to put myself through that. So, what about you, Trax? How you doing? Um, well, I yeah, um, there's a lot. There's a lot. I've um, I have not played Odyssey. I after the last show that I was on two weeks ago. Um, I tried to play on that Friday. I did a stream, and Dubs and Chig were there. Yeah, some other people. Yeah. yeah, it was it was extremely rough. Now I play in VR. In case anyone hasn't heard me say VR seven times <laughs> in a couple of weeks, I play in VR. That this is my game. This is what I do. This is not the flat game. Is a different game, and people who play in VR understand that. So this this game does not work in VR anymore. So the Odyssey update just doesn't work. It's terrible. And I, I'm, I'm telling you, like, right now, like, I have an RTX 3080 in this computer, and even in flat screen and a reduced resolution that I run when I am doing the podcast, because I have, like, show notes on the sides of my screen and stuff, I shrink it down. Even then, it can't maintain 60 FPS sometimes in stations. That's... Busted. That's so wrong. So anyway, it's it's totally like like everything that you guys were saying on the show last week. It's it's bugs are one thing. The performance is my main issue. Like I, I kind of almost don't care about the other bugs because this is so bad. And I it makes me feel terrible because it's like a big part of my life, you know, and that sounds kind of silly and trite, but um I don't I don't really care about <laughs> whether whether anybody thinks I'm silly or trite right now. So it's just, you know, it's, it's a big problem and it's very disheartening. But the that, that would not in itself have been enough to make me take a week. Um, so the thing is, I've, been, I've, I've not been talking about this 
um, to anybody except sort of like the the close people right here um, because I didn't really know all the info at the time and and now we know more stuff. So we've known this for a few weeks, but my dad has liver cancer. We found out kind of suddenly, well, I don't know how else you'd find out, but he's, um, I mean, this has no symptoms or anything. It was kind of like a somewhat routine scan and they found it and um, it's pretty bad. So um, that, that kind of came around and then I had sort of a, we had kind of a week to chew on it. We weren't quite sure about some things. We, he's had some additional scans and stuff and they've prepped and basically created a plan here and he's, he's going to have two thirds of his liver removed, um, in a couple of weeks on the 24th. And so he was just doing scans and stress tests and stuff, which he's passing all of those. He's actually a, it's weird because he, like, he's a very healthy guy. He's been very athletic his whole life. He's 69 years old. And they stress nice. test they stress test you on a – well, he, he's a um, martial artist. He has a, was a black belt in taekwondo and taught and studied for decades and just always had the heart of a gazelle. <laughs> and that's no different now. So, I mean, they, they stress test you for a major surgery. And they said that there's – never seen a 69 year old take that long to get to 128 beats per minute. <laughs> um, uh-huh. So all's, all's <clears throat> well that we were predicting, but you know, so anyway, yeah, we've been kind of just chewing through that. It is, it is a little kind of weird and takes you out of your whole life for a second. But I, from my perspective, like to try to let you all in on my thinking, like I, I get that, like, this is kind of a natural order of operations here. Like, I did, I do expect that, like most people, I'm going to live long enough to, you know, see my parents go. Um, But, you know, (laughs) so I just caught in the middle of those kinds of feelings and stuff. Didn't think it would be quite this early. Um, So anyway, I don't know what's going to happen, but... He's reasonably confident it's a very major surgery, but he could have it and recover and be totally fine for many years. Um, but it's tough. Uh, it's a tough process to go through. So so that's that's what's been going on. All of that kind of happens at the same time. And then I'm super bummed about Odyssey being a train wreck um, and just needed some space. So I have been not absent from Discord, but people have noticed that I'm not playing this game anymore. I was playing other things when I had time to decompress from life. So I have turned on Odyssey for the first time in a week to a couple of weeks. And it's still, in spite of the pages and pages of fixes, um, it still feels pretty rough to me, but here I am, you know. Um, So... Sorry to be a bummer, but I felt, was feeling more and more awkward the longer I went without talking about what was actually going on. So I plan to be around. I, you know, may take some time now and then, depending on what's all happening, but I appreciate everybody's been very kind and I appreciate covering for me and and stuff like that. That That is exactly why I insisted that everybody start joining me for a cast podcast instead of like a duo that we were almost having for a little while there. 
So I'm glad that's working out. And I thought that was yeah. just because you didn't like me. <laughs> I just can't be in the same room as you. <laughs> I mean, he he can still dislike you. That he never said that he didn't. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I know the rest of us do. <laughs> uh, love you guys. Yeah. Um, okay. So that's the story. Um, well, let me now. just what what just real quick mm-hmm. on that too. Just uh, I've known about this you know, what, a week or so you told me, week and a half ago mm-hmm. you told me about it. And then was talking about when my stepdad passed away from cancer. And now this was messed up because yeah. my mom and him moved in with us and, and everything. And I'm like, when was that? You know, we were trying to figure that out and figured out it was in 2005. He passed away at 48 years old. I'm going to be 48 <sighs> next year. So it's just been trippy. It's like, oh, man, I'm almost yeah. going to be the age that he passed away. but he. It was a long, long battle for him, and they didn't catch it till late. The fact that it sounds like they caught your dad's early, and he's mm-hmm. fit as a fiddle, he's got a good shot. Yeah, I think so. This this particular type of um, cancer, I mean, it, it's it's weird because, like, I at the, on the one hand, I feel like I should be holding back personal stuff, but like, you you people don't know my family and stuff. Like, like who who cares? I mean, this is my dad was a. a you know, in the seventies did the things that people who were his age in the seventies did. And, uh, (laughs) about, uh, eight, nine years ago, um, they, uh, discovered that he had hepatitis C and this is the, the thing people, his age were starting to come up with this and it's like, well, guess what? You probably got it way back. Mm-hmm. You know, when all that was going on and you're healthy enough that your body kind of keeps it in check and then it, it comes up. So they just come up with these new treatments and it was grueling kind of, um, you know, poisoning this thing to death and being, making yourself sick for months and months, almost a year. And he went through the whole thing and he came out the other side with undetectable levels. But, and they said, listen, it would be crazy to think that you don't have liver damage from this. So, you know, just be glad you got rid of the hepatitis and it's like, yeah, and and just never drink again. So that's what he did. And now we're, you know, that this this scan was just his GP going, you know what, let's just have a let's just have a look back over that. And sure enough, then they found this thing. So hopefully they do find it early. It has a tendency to spread to lungs. And that's one of the things they were scanning. And it looks like all is clear. So if all is clear, that means they can just do the surgery. And and um, apparently your liver will regrow. <laughs> so they can take two-thirds of his liver. And then it will grow back yeah. over six to eight weeks, which is insane. <laughs> that's insane. Um, yeah. But that's... That's what we're hoping for. <laughs> and he's, it's so funny because he's really quite pumped that he's going to get to go through the surgery because <laughs> it was <laughs> sort of worrying. Like, I mean, if these things don't work out, what if we can't do this? Because if we can't do it, it's really bad. So he's like, he was giddy. He was downright giggling <laughs> when he found out that all is looking well and we're going to go with the surgery. And it's like, my doctor thinks I'm pretty weird. They've never seen somebody so excited to have their whole middle cut open. But, <laughs> you know, it's like, take it. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh let's 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 get into some some stuff here. Let's let's talk about elite. We have uh <laughs> I have a, a big paragraph in here for squad update, so I'm gonna play the sound. Incoming priority message. Squadron briefing. 
Yay, full sound effects. Yeah. All right. So uh, real, real quick and simple squad update. And then there are a couple of BGS issues we need to talk about. So since our last recording, we have expanded out of Ross 310. Uh, Didn't do a lot to direct where that was going because we didn't have a strong desire to go anywhere special. We ended up somewhere not special. Um, And that uh, invasion war is resolving itself. Uh, We fought a war for control of V640 Cassiopeia, uh, which we won four to nothing, which we encountered a fairly significant. Yeah, and and good job, everybody. Yeah, and a a lot of the locals, uh, friendly neighborhood factions and stuff, jumped in to help us. Uh, It really was a team effort. We were expecting a lot of Fedneck interference. Um, And we won that 4-0, which was completely different than the last time we fought for control of that system. It was really great, thanks to all the friends who helped. Nice. We ran into an extremely nasty Odyssey-induced BGS bug, which we will discuss more in just a second. Uh, As soon as we rolled out of V40 Cassiopeia, our friends over in Brotherhood of Karamata started fighting for control of one of their main systems, Beldar 3. Not really sure how to pronounce that. Um, so we immediately moved in to start helping them. As of tonight, they are seeing very, very stiff Fedneck interference. That war is tied 3-3 tonight as we record. So uh, hopefully we have a whole bunch of people over there helping them pull out a 4-3 win in that. But they are Keep also up the pressure. Yes. They are also experiencing another major Odyssey induced BGS bug. So we have two issues going on here with Odyssey and BGS. So the first one which we experienced was we won the war in V640. And when that happens, factions are supposed to be separated by 4%. So whatever you match at, the winner gains two, the loser loses 2%, so they're separated and don't immediately go back to war. The winning faction wins the asset, and then since we were fighting for control of the system, that would have been control of the system. What actually happened was we won the war four to nothing. Both us as the winner and the NPC faction as the loser both lost 2% influence each, still ended up within a tenth of a percent of each other we did not gain the asset from them and we did not take control of the system um yuck yeah that's an all-around fuck you from fdev uh this is apparently we were one of the first few to have a war in after this bug was induced that there was a um an issue on the frontiers issue page we added our, that another faction had entered. We tagged our information onto it. A whole bunch of other people did. Uh, as of a couple of days ago, that was had been moved from confirmed to acknowledged on FDED's issue tracker. Today's patch had a note in it indicating that that had been fixed. Uh, just in case, we have links in the show note that on the issue tracker, obviously there has not been a war resolved since then to see if they've actually fixed it. Uh, yeah, I was just deployed today. Yeah. And I am 
personally of the opinion that I'll believe it when I see it, but never mind. The the second thing that's going on that there there is also an issue for that is in acknowledged status. Again, we'll have the link is in the show notes. One of the changes that came with Odyssey, well, two changes that came with Odyssey. One, for some reason that has never been explained, they decided with Odyssey that anarchy factions could no longer harvest bounties in systems that they control. Uh, for again, hmm. for no reason they've ever vocalized. Then how would they ever get bounties? They can't. And at the same time, apparently they made anarchy factions the bad guys of the universe because missions are spawning everywhere to target anarchy factions, massacre missions, targeted assassination missions, all sorts of stuff. So anarchy factions all across elite are dying. I mean, they're you know, the, the one that's near us that we're reasonably good friends with, who I won't name on the podcast they've got 26 systems they're currently fighting five wars and they're losing influence in 19 systems and they're not the only ones they are they are an exemplar of anarchy factions so again there is there's an issue on the issue tracker uh that is in acknowledged status and is looking for upvotes the link to it is in our show notes please go and upvote that for visibility because they're they're basically destroying anarchist action to the game. So fun times in the BGS. Fun times. Magnificent. I hope it's fixed. It, clearly, they're not going to go retroactively repairing nope. all the damage. Nope. Did they say why you can't claim bounties in anarchy systems? They didn't even mention they were doing it. That was just discovered when Odyssey went live. Was it a bugger intended? They have not I mentioned. Mean, with no mention, uh, how can you say? Okay. I guess, they, yeah, Frontier's lack of communication never ceases to amaze. I mean, yeah. so from, from one perspective, you could say, like, well, okay, so in an anarchy system, there's never any bounty. But... And so just because you could just because, see where this would logically I'm not saying this yeah. is right. I'm saying yeah. like you could see why this happened in this way. Yeah, yeah like the anarchy could've. government body can still issue a bounty just because they're an anarchy style government, I guess lack of government. A bounty can still be issued <laughs> on someone's head. I don't I'm know. Sheriff in these hopefully, parts. <laughs> hopefully they're not fix willing it. to pay for that man's head. Pretty much. I mean, if that was an intentional change. They're going to need to come up with something to balance it out, um, and that's the problem. that's significant. Yeah, I that's mean, it's a you massive can, way that people gain gain and lose influence. You can you can make the role playing argument that, that you were just mentioning about why anarchy wouldn't have bounds, and that's fine. Yeah. But if you're going to take that lever away from them in the BGS, you have to compensate them in some other way. Otherwise, they're at a massive disadvantage. Well, and and it's not. Well, okay, so this is BGS too. So you've been playing in Horizons. This affects Horizons too. That means you can't get any bounties flying in Horizons for these that, factions anymore. That is correct. Perfect fix is just give them influence for flat out murdering people. Teflon will sign up for one of those factions yeah. immediately. He would. They get yeah. influence for any kill in any system. 
yes. faction gains influence for being signed up. Yep, just murdering. <laughs> yep, yep. I like it. <laughs> My answer Good for God. anything: murder. Yeah, murder. Murder. Cool. All right. Nice. Um, all right. So, way to go, BGS people, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and FDF. Good job. Good job. Um. Hard, I don't think any of that's intentional. It couldn't be. There's just so no, so much mess. No. Yeah. Um, okay. So, I'm not convinced they do anything <laughs> intentionally at all. I don't even think Odyssey was launched intentionally at this point. I think it just happened. <laughs> it's all emergent <laughs> programming. You think the the server when when Davstot says that he's the head of server team, that means he's the number two to the machine, right? Like Skynet That's, is back there, like telling no, him, "No, listen, yeah. Odyssey's releasing. Yeah, you guys better go co- find where to put those settlements." Go ahead, Data. It all started Dav's with not, a leaked YouTube video. Dev is actually three uh, full sized PC towers stacked up inside of his lab coat. <laughs> it's not actually a, an adult that somebody spilled coffee on. Yeah. <laughs> Radioactive coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, radioactive coffee. Good God. All right. All right. Okay. Carry on. Sorry. Next thing on my notes <laughs> is the Galnet news. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know what's going on. Mahon wins the election. Great. So nothing changed. Uh, the Aegeus mothership. Oh, yeah. There's a mothership being pursued by Thargoids. No. And, disappeared. <laughs> well, okay. Was well, yeah, so then, <laughs> It was being pursued. It disappeared. Is that because that the disappearance is not actually in Galnet? So fill me in. It was supposed to jump to this low population prison system today, and no mm-hmm. one. It's gone. It it left the system it was in, and it, as far as the last I heard from uh, APOC in our Discord or J Baron, no one's found it yet. People are starting to look around, and they um. Dumped all their ships before, right? They they evacuated all craft before they, they did the jump, which was part of the Galnet announcement. Yep. Yep. So and I haven't I haven't heard from anyone who had a ship on on there. I don't know how that went or if that actually happened. Yeah, they even when spaced them. Even when the Gnosis went to the cone cone sector, it didn't even eject all the all the ships. Yeah. Well, that wasn't planned. But this I mean, sure seems planned, doesn't it? Yeah, the fact that they kicked all of the pilots off beforehand makes me think that they had they have something planned for the storm. Yeah. Yeah, this this smells of intentional for me, and that's that's mm. pretty cool. Yeah. I'm into that. Um, okay. Uh what else is going on? Oh, and then um Jupiter Division popping up in the news again. Uh, the breakaway faction from uh, led by Jupiter Rochester, formerly head of Core Dynamics. Uh, what's this? What's this business? Inspires corporationist movement. So basically, they just put themselves in the news um, for a couple of days, and then poof! Today, a combat CG emerges, and they're once again fighting for their lives. Uh, the rest of the Federation is trying to exterminate them, and they are trying to not be exterminated. Go forth, do combat, and be rewarded by turning in your combat bonds at the various motherships in the Sautok system. Does anybody have any doubts how this one is going to (laughs) be? 
I mm. really wish something unexpected would happen. I do not so think I, that it will. I, w- I would love to see Jupiter Division win this and see where yeah. the story goes, but this is going to be what happens. This is going to be a complete thumping. Yeah. Yeah. Um, boy, if I had if I had interest in playing this game right now, I'd be working hard for Jupiter Division, but I I'm just not I'm just not convinced that I'm going to give it the time. Um, I just can't even bring myself to log into Horizons, you know, and, and play the old-fashioned way because it seems like such a waste. Okay, I should try. I should try to not just let my mouth run between and positive thoughts. Well, items. I was looking oh, at the dev oh. news that we're going to get into next, and I saw the second item there that the stream was CQC night in Horizons, and I'm just like, what? What? Yeah. That is, well, that's because that's where the players are, right? They're they're presuming. They're, they're, assume, they're saying I didn't they're, even right. they're saying that their plan has been not affected by the bugs, but they plan to split their stream time evenly between Horizons and Odyssey because mm-hmm. right because the consoles. Yeah, yeah I tried right. to play. Right. I, I mentioned this earlier. I played CQC. Finally, got a match in Odyssey, and the new explosions are nice. When you blow up a ship, it's a whole new graphic. It's actually yeah. kind of kind of impressive. But the contrast is still so bad when you're flying around. It almost made my eyes hurt after a little while. So then I went to Horizons to play and then crashed to desktop. So I, I don't know. My salt level is very, very high. You have just described the entire Elite experience at the moment. Uh, I, have, I haven't had a crash to desktop yet. Oh, good for you. I've crashed to desktop. I've, I've just so you guys know. I, I said I turned on Odyssey for the first time in two weeks. I haven't played Elite at all. I turned it on, did the updates today, and while the podcast is running, I will play. I am just apexing around to all kinds of stations looking for pre-upgraded suits and weapons. That's all I'm doing. I have had four crash to desktops since we started recording, and one before we started recording. Ugh. Just getting in and out of apex shuttles. No big deal. And the the random like flickering of the whole screen and stuff is very persistent. I'm so glad to see that's not just a VR issue. <laughs> no, you shouldn't be um, glad about that, man. You want us all to suffer like you. Thanks. Yeah, just heavy right. heavy sarcasm. Yeah, I would be. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if it would affect my mood if it was a purely VR issue, because then it would probably be even less likely to be fixed. <laughs> but. Um, Welcome well, to the Odyssey Phase I, Two Alpha. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Well, th- so the news I actually wrote down. So, there's there's been nothing really going on with the streams. Um, they played CQC today, back on Tuesday. Super Cruise news with uh, with uh, basically just all the commander stuff. It's stellar screenshots. It's uh, commander creations. They they barely have time to do anything else with the stream because they have so much cool commander stuff, which is rad. And it's a very cool th- thing for them to feature. And there wasn't any development news to talk about except to, to repeat that, you know, please keep hammering us on the issue tracker. We are paying attention and trying to fix everything, which, I mean, obviously they are, and I'm sure everyone's scrambling. Um, so then the next... The next bit is uh, fixes. So a massive, massive patch came out today. The second major patch, so patch update two, was released. 
Uh, it includes a whole host of fixes, including a few for Horizons specifically. Um, tons of UI changes, tons of audio changes. Uh, oh, gosh. I, I'm scrolling through it. It's a blur. It's in there, too. What'd you say? There were some graphics changes in there, too. Yes, yes. A couple of things. There, there were a few mentions of optimizations, specific optimizations things, um, better uh, culling and occlusion around certain objects and stuff like that. So perhaps they're starting to pick away at some of it. I don't see a significant change personally, um, but I'm probably a bad test case. Uh, one thing I did notice, uh, so a little later in the day, 2.01 patch released with the following changes. Um, problems with uh, uh, some of the suit parts. So I guess some of the cosmetics for female avatars suits and issue fixed environmental assets were being called incorrectly around certain buildings, large sections of station hangers called incorrect. So a few other like culling things and a crash was fixed near something, scanning some organics or something. Now, I felt like I saw these mentioned in the other patch, but now that I'm wondering, scroll to the bottom quickly. Ah, okay, so there was an, one of them about the um, the culling around two specific buildings and the suit parts for female avatars was listed as known issues on patch two, and so then they went and included those in patch 2.01 later the same day. Okay, well, that explains that. See, they're fixing stuff. <laughs> um, and then the other, the other um, thing that they announced uh, today is the second part of their UI feedback call is about the outfitting menu. Uh, in this, this time, they are focusing it in a forum thread. We have the link in the show notes. Um, be specific, be terse, be as as uh, not verbose as you can to get your point across, to make it easy to read, and let them have it. Um, I looked at that thread. Only the first page. Yeah, I'm asking it briefly before we started tonight, and I think the the first page was full of people saying, just revert to the Horizons UI and worry about fixing later. <laughs> just give us the Coriolis website UI for outfitting. <laughs> That's it. Amen. Boom, done. Bam. Okay. And, well, and I should be able here. hold on another yeah. thing. I should be able to make loadouts for ships like I do suits. Whoa. Exactly. So, exactly. exactly. <laughs> they can't even get the outfitting to work if you want them to build a loadout system. Baby steps, man. Baby steps. I mean so highlights on the on the First few replies that I saw is, of course, the tick box to sell a weapon. Right. If that's the way you're going to handle it, obviously the default or sell a module. Obviously, the default should be in the other direction, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I I think the major thing from outfitting was the same as so many other things. The same as the missions menu and everything else is like, don't make me do something and then back out to a previous menu to finish that task. You know, you you know they used to be connected. Now they're not connected. Now you have to back out and go into a different section of the menu. And then, yeah, like you said, like the fact that there's a loadout section and a stored modules section and so on, like those indicate that we should be able to handle ship loadouts the way we handle suit loadouts and just have them as presets 
that could even use the same modules. And I understand that's more complicated because the modules might not always exist in the same place. Then you need to put the like, here's how long it will take me to build that loadout because we'll have to transport right. the modules. You know, absolutely not acceptable that that's not included. It's obvious from the UI that that's what they meant to do. It's just batshit crazy. We you need okay. a hug. Your list of stored modules does not tell you anything about those modules. It does not tell you how they're engineered. So when you click on them, you can't just drop them onto your ship like you used to be able to. And when I click on a slot in my ship, I can't pull a a module out of storage that fits in that slot. The the person who designed this UI has clearly never outfitted a ship. They never even used the previous UI because they're all those things I used to be able to do. Right. Loss of function. It it, it boggles my mind. And it's not the only example of where the new UI was clearly built by somebody who doesn't play the game. What do you think about it, Dubs? Tell me you think it's great. Tell me right now. Tell us why it's good. It works. <laughs> I can do what I want to do. <laughs> I, I, there's, there's things. Do you go to things. Horizons to load your ships up? Oh, no, absolutely not. I will it doesn't take that much longer. I'll do. I'll, I'll, I'll deal with the interface if I don't have to deal with the logging. Yeah, I know. Honestly, what I'm. If you had to, what if you had to build like five ships? Would you pop into Horizons for that? Probably not. Honestly, I'll just get used to the new interface because I'm going to have to get good at it eventually. Anyways, there's no sense in trying about what I ha- used to have. I mean, I understand that. Like, I want the loadout button. When I click on loadouts, I want to be able to do what you said. Build a loadout, it pulls the modules from the shipyard, and then puts them on the ship that I told it to go, just like we have our little suit loadouts all pre-built and shit. That'd be nice. What about you, Data? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's all these issues <laughs> what he I said. agree with, obviously. <laughs> like, It's not broken. It is not... <sighs> So far broken that I don't want to play the game. Okay, I'm well, still that, that's what I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get some positivity because it's, yeah, it's dreading no, to I, always be hearing the downside. And I, I, yeah, I'll like, admit, like, I'm very, very sour right now. And yeah, you can tell Travis is Nurgle is. So Data, Hate, and 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 that other guy, Dubs, whatever the hell his name is. Guy. You guys, you guys got to guys give yeah, us no. some positivity. Talk me into logging I'm, into game. Oh, no. That, why wouldn't you log in? I mean, it's still fun to play as long as you're not yeah. trying to play VR and getting your feelings hurt by just how poorly optimized it is on that side. But uh, it's 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 okay. I can deal with it. I can work with everything in the interfaces. I have not once been in the interface and been like, ah, I can't fucking do this. They're just, they're, they are the interfaces themselves like I'm, I'm having enough fun playing the game but i haven't been having these issues like some of y'all have been with just yeah. crashes and and being used to playing in vr which i, I never have so it's a little bit and there. but honestly, like, my, i i haven't the, noticed the the performance and like the the random drops and the stutters haven't been as bad today since the little patch oof i jumped in and i i'm it's killing me seeing it. it's it? not it's not super bad but it's enough that it's like i thought there was a patch to fix some of this shit and it's just uh, i mean i don't know maybe i'm just lucky but it's been but no I, let me just say good. this i've said this it's before variable. to somebody else i said what that that's what's also annoying about it is 
is the only thing that's consistent is the inconsistency. You know, it doesn't everybody I've got a super machine. I'm I'm having issues. I'm not. I've got a potato. I'm having issues. I'm not. And it's all across the board. So I don't know. That shows that it's it's code. It's just, oh, God, yeah, I'm coming in on a planet. Specific to the UI to the UIs. With the outfitting UI, I haven't don't think it's really improved. I can't think of any ways that it's better off the top of my head. No, it looks better. With all the UIs. Yeah. Like But that's another consistency thing right there. You know, the suit uh you know, loadout screen compared to the ship loadout screen are completely different. You know, what we don't have the you know outfitting button you know you just go i want this outfitting and your maps you know they do things different in every map and every menu i don't know consistency okay just, data's trying to talk and you guys keep talking i'm stopping no i hear you guys you're talking about me data talk <laughs> the, just one thing on on the uis all the menus the new mission boards is they're just inefficient like i'm having to do more clicks more cursor movements than i should have to do like for a quick example on the on the uh, station mission boards when you're on foot, if you want to edit your loadout, it uh sorry I'm trying not to get murdered inside of a settlement here. You have to if you click over to edit your loadouts, then you'll accidentally click onto uh, into the arc store, I think. I'm not in a station right now to see. Yeah, I've, you, I've accidentally you, clicked into the arc store uh, a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Yeah, just just non-intuitive, more number of clicks than you should have to do. The number of clicks for any task yeah. went up enormously between Horizons and Odyssey. I find that very frustrating in every Indeed. Yeah, but overall with the game, I'm I've been having fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said. Okay. Um <laughs> I don't mean to sound dismissive of that. Yeah, it 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 is really hard because I I find myself focused on the fact that performance is so bad because I need it because I'm playing in VR and I need every single frame. It is not something where I can get away with, oh, well, it's 50 instead of 60. Mm-hmm. It's, that's not what's yeah. happening. It, it's terrible. I, I, it, hasn't, it has made it so I don't have the opportunity to even get that upset about other things. I mean, when I played a Friday a couple of weeks ago, yeah, it was like, oh, shoot, this menu is really messed up. This is a dumb way of doing things. It doesn't mean I can't outfit my ship, but it's like, I'm trying to load a bunch of stored modules into a thing, and it's like, wow, this used to be easy. A uh, very dumbly designed thing. And then um, the same kind of carries over in, into a, a few other spots, I guess. But um, the shipyard, for example, just not being able to see the modules in the ships when I'm looking at. and then, But on top of that, in VR, I've got other things. Like in the shipyard, the 3D model of the ship that appears before me sometimes appears behind me. And I was just looking at sort of a blank screen for a second. I was like, that's strange. And then I changed ships to like an asp or something. And it was so big that it protruded through my head to in front of me. And I was like, oh, shoot, I'm inside the asp because it's actually loading behind me. And the first ship was so small that I didn't notice. So then I'm like clicking to a ship and turning around to look at it. 
And I mean, that's, those are bugs that can be fixed, but the menus are a separate thing. And so I have all these layers. I wrote a big paragraph into the notes last week for you guys that you basically managed to use as, as a discussion outline or something. But it's like these, everything falls into these categories of the performance is one thing, then the bugs are sort of another thing. There's a subset of bugs that I don't think could have been uh, found, I should say, by any measure of testing, like the fleet carriers nonsense. The interaction between fleet carriers in two versions of the live game caused some code feedback loop between the servers and just brought the whole thing to its knees. And they were never going to catch that because the only way to catch it is to put it live on both servers. So having a beta of any kind kind of live beta or alpha was never going to fix it. So these things, some of this stuff was always going to happen. Um, but it didn't have to be like this. It, and it's, it's all, yeah. it's all yeah. money. It's all money. And, and okay, so here's, you, you, you say, you guys talk for a second. I have another point that I'm going to come to later, but it's a little tangential to this. So you guys go. I just, the new patch came out today and they, you know, put in some new hotkeys, which we'd asked for, you know, like med packs can be hotkeyed and stuff now. But it reset all my key bindings, so I landed at an outpost here, and now I can't figure oh, out how no. to open up my menu <laughs> and and stuff. So I got to go into key bindings again because it's back to default for me. So there's that. That's all I had. Damn, my uh, key binds survived. Back up your key I, binds, everybody. PSA, yeah. always back I, up your and key I binds. Think to, to kind of expand on what Trax was saying, we, we all expected there to be bugs with a new release of a major piece of software, and they're going to work through the bugs and work them out. The, the aggravating things are, one, the design decisions, like the UI we just talked about. That's, that's not a bug. That was a conscious choice. And then the, the fact that the whole thing feels unfinished and ready for release. It's it's not that there are bugs, it's the scope and breadth of the bugs that it just it's clear that it was not ready to be released, which leaves you with it was released for financial reasons, not because it was Yeah, and, which is absolutely 100% clear. Right. And so welcome to Elite Odyssey Alpha Phase 2 is basically what we're we're in pre-release. While they work it out, yeah. And, that and I is, guess we should have known when they left when they said they were going to leave Horizons on. That mm-hmm. should have been a clue. But you know, those of us who were in the alpha, who were upset with the way the alpha was going, and then they came out and said, "Oh no, we forked this off from way before. This is an early branch just for demonstration." And I don't. I mean, me personally, that made me think, "Oh, okay. Well, things are not as bad as they yeah. sound." Yeah, you know, they're in the background. They've got a functioning version of this that they just couldn't fork over and compile for the alpha, and and then and then they came out in the alpha and started talking about the specific things they were testing. You know, it wasn't general gameplay; it was testing specific subsystems, which again clarified kind of what was going on. It made you think. It makes oh, you feel really, good about it, right? It makes you feel good. Oh, this is what they're doing. They're not really looking at this other stuff, and we're on this early branch. So the release is going to be just fine. All is well. And yeah. then Odyssey lands. And um, you get run over by the crowd. 
trying to get out of the way of, you know, the animal house guys. Bad analogy. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't totally get your analogy, old man, but I'm with you right up until those words. There's there's the scene in Animal House where he's going, Oh, as well as he gets run over by the crowd. So bad analogy, I admit it. Moving on. But that's why we feel the way we do, because it's obvious to anybody who's looking at the game that it was not ready for release. And I mean, I've I have said this kind of when we were talking before, you know, uh, Braben has come out a couple yeah. of times and talked about and, and you know, done his own personal version of falling on his sword. I don't think he fell on it hard enough, but no, nope. no, it's 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 nice that he's apologizing to the community for an unfinished product. We don't need an apology. We need a fix. And they're working on it. Yeah, they are. But they are to give tracks the segue. I know he's looking for the next part. We need a roadmap of what is going to happen. <laughs> and we need communication. <laughs> it's due today or tomorrow. Tomorrow. Actually, I was going to say something else first. I was looking for it and I can't find it. I, I saw this. You know those YouTube things that aren't videos, but it's like just a post that they can make now. Yeah, I can't. Apparently those are ephemeral or I just don't know how to find them again. But uh, Down to Earth shared one a few days ago um, because the Frontier financial statement had gone through or their financial meetings or whatever. And he had done some figuring and based on their market capitalization on on the the closing dates of certain months or something, he figured out like what percentage they had dropped since May 19th. And it's not insignificant. It's, and it translates to in the millions of dollars, 165 million U S dollars. There you go. He has the number 165 million U S dollars is the the market valuation of frontier that has been lost since May 19th. A more important variable here is, 10.3% 10.3% down since the launch of Odyssey. Yeah. So um, I would say that like our ire and the reaction of m- gaming media outlets that has have reported on the dissatisfaction and how messy the launch is, if, it, if that truly matters, it is indirect. That number, that percentage and that dollar or, you know, uh, British pounds value matters in a much more real way. So here's hoping that that has some impact because that is the only thing that will ever cause a change to the actual issue that, that happens here. The bugs, the performance, that is not the source of our issue. That is a symptom. And the only thing that's going to make that change is money because money is what caused it to happen in the first place. That's The that's answer to all your questions is money. Yes. And and to anybody out there who still believes there's no such thing as bad publicity, yes, there is. You're looking at it. Yeah. I mean, they have record. See, that's the other thing is they have record player numbers. Massive, massive player numbers. Um, And that they've never, you know, the likes of which they've never seen before. But, I mean, that's what it comes down to. That's why why the players never 
make that big an Im- of an impact of it. And that's why I was I was glad to see. Well, that's that's hard because I don't I don't want Frontier to fail, right? I was, I was just about I saw the words coming out of my mouth. I was glad to see their market valuation down. Listen, I want what caused this to happen in the boardroom to be punished. That's what I want. I don't want Frontier to fail, and I don't want the game to fail, and I don't want. You know, I don't want people to lose their jobs who weren't in charge of launching this too early. However, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. It's it's not up to us. And it's, you know, we've all, you've all still been playing. I mean, I took more of a break than anybody and I'm still here. Two weeks later, I just turned the game mm-hmm. on again. I just got my, I don't even know what number crash I'm on. That one actually put my whole screen black for several seconds while Nurgle was talking. <laughs> um Honestly, anyway, the financials. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's that'll segue. I, I was gonna go on a whole rant and chit chat, but I'm not. I'm not gonna do that now. I'll just say this now. It, it's a whole gaming industry thing. It's. It I is. mean, what what other industry do you get something incomplete? Do you buy a car and it does say we'll send you the wheels later? Do you buy a song on iTunes and it's like, well, you'll get the vocal tracks, you know, in a month. You know, you get the song now. <laughs> you pay full price. Go to a movie and you're seeing, you know, uh, you know well, we haven't Captain added the CG Am- yet. <laughs> yeah, we haven't added the CG yet. So the Hulk is going to be the guy in the green suit with ping pong balls tied to his body. And 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 if you come back and see it in a month, you'll be able to see the Hulk smash. You know, I, I just it doesn't. Yeah, make your sense. ticket will and still th- be good. Yeah, this 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 <laughs> was launched. You know, just you know, so unready for prime time and they launched it as a completed product but i'm not blaming frontier entirely on this because it's just become the standard in the game industry and it's frustrating as hell because they tell you that you know you're going to be getting this finished product but you're actually getting something that they are still testing like even the design aspect of things you know like nurgle's like that was a design choice but that those you don't know how people are going to like them or not like them until they're actually being tested by a lot of people and you get a consensus that hey that's dog shit hey that's pretty good and then you fix it somewhere in the middle so if they would have had an extended beta period and not this oh that's a branch off the trunk if they would have had the trunk out there to test for more months and they they this was a bed that they made and they have to sleep in it but and they are owning up to it david brave coming out and admitting to it but i think across the entire gaming industry i i won't buy a game on launch ever again the last couple i've i've done yeah. they've been crap this, this is, is the, the first game i've, pre- I've yep, done yeah. me too and i feel like they kicked me in the balls and that may sound like hyperbole but we play this game a lot i mean this is an everyday adventure and it, you know tracks you mentioned earlier you know yeah you're bummed out by it you know maybe that's trite or whatever you said or maybe you're eating tripe i don't remember the exact quote from you but (laughs) but they were they you know and and i was bummed that it came out i was really hoping and you know my expectations were low because the alpha was such a, a joke but then they tried to let us know that that was you know just a branch and they're way you farther along than they are exactly then this comes out so hard and to i was i was so bummed yeah i i had not logged in since uh tuesday before last not this last tuesday so that's nine days that i didn't log in just because i was just bummed and i'm like i hope that this i hope that they get this sorted out and i i i love this game i i'll keep playing it once things are fixed but right now i am very very 
a, a touch of depression that you know my favorite game in the world came out and it was just just broken so that, that's that's my little rant i i'm sorry i've i've been salty since since the alpha and hoping for the best and constantly hoping for the best and but this is this is ridiculous that yeah you know money is the cause of and cure of all problems so hopefully them losing money you know on you know their investors and stuff stockholders losing money will be enough to get them to not do something like this again yeah that's it i, I don't I, have a lot of hope for that because if you look back uh, what was it three maybe four years ago when ea launched anthem oh yeah it had, a, it had a lot of the same problems and the industry has apparently not learned from that crash and burn. So the only no. thing we can control here is these pre-orders. I mean, we pledged mm -hmm. to not pre-order. I, I feel very bitten. Um, yeah. If I had it to reverse, I would at this point. I would and too. I wasn't saying that when the alpha was on. And I sure am now. I would definitely reverse it. I can't. Um, so all I can do is stick to my guns and not pre-order things. I I don't know if that's enough. I don't really know enough about the financials in the game industry to know would that hurt it, you know? Would they would the smaller budgets just mean that they cut staff or cut the scope of games or or what? Eventually I don't know. close the servers, you know. It's I mean, it's it's tough. It's tough to know like what would be the real outcome of what if what if the community really did this? Cuz like Probably it's a, I don't know. Is it a majority of people who like would have refunded it? I don't know. I kind of don't think so. I don't there think are so, so many casual players and the, the massive player numbers do not represent the people we hear from at Correct. all. That is all additional. Yeah. And it's, it probably has a very high bounce rate, but they still paid their money. It actually sort of doesn't matter, and it's almost better for Frontier, right? If they get this yeah. massive influx of purchases that bounce off of it in a month, and then their server load drops back down, and because they there's, actually have to stop, they they can they can pay Amazon less. Right. There's an important distinction there, though. None of us, as bad as the alpha was, none of us would have even considered refunding at that. Point. Now, right. now we would have. What has changed in between? We were lied to about the state of the game. It's not yeah. that there are problems that have us salty. It's the fact that we were lied to about the problems that have us salty. Yeah, I see. Uh, after the the promises that were made at the end of the alpha, uh, promises, the the things about how it was a branch and all this other stuff, I see absolutely no difference. Besides, there was a raft of fixes similar to the patch one notes and the patch two notes in size that came out with the launch. Those are the only differences I see between alpha and this. I, you're going to have to prove it to me. You're going to have to show me something serious, Dav, to prove to me that this was a branch that we were playing on in the alpha because it looks exactly the same. The performance is the same. Everything looks the same in VR. Even the, the 2D things on the dashboard that was fixed in one of the patches, that was all going on in the alpha. None of that got fixed. It it The frame rates on my system were identical between... Phase, really like phase one was really bad and then phase two and three saw some improvement after that 
exactly the same as the live release. So I just, I, I'm with you, Nurgle. I can't, I do not believe that this branch business had anything to do with the state of the game. If it was a branch, it was because they just branched off certain settlements and didn't include them. You know, certain settlement types and building shapes and the plasma guns and stuff like that. The performance and the bugs, I don't see any difference whatsoever. Prove me wrong. Somebody fight me. No, I, I go back to... I go back to remember when they extend, uh, changed release date, when they postponed again the last time. And I went, I said, I, I felt like they weren't entirely honest at that point. And I did a boycott on buying any arcs at that point. I said, I won't like buy any arcs until, yeah. And I haven't bought any arcs. If things had gone smoothly with this launch, I guarantee you I'd have bought arcs to fix the you know to spruce up my suits some new ship yeah. kits you know everything you know i i would have been spending more money and i guarantee there's a lot of longtime players that are that way so they're definitely costing themselves money but there's plenty of people who bought the hell out of arcs on may 19 and on may 20 and on may 21 i saw yeah. every Every streamer and everybody who I didn't know was a streamer until that moment was on there going, oh, man, these bugs, we can hardly get this thing to run. Bye, 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 bye. <laughs> oh, man, another crash. Bye, bye, bye. Let's customize the suit. Oh, I'm trying to run a mission. Crash, crash. Oh, look at that wild bug. Bye, 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 then, bye, bye. Then we deserve what we get. Yeah. Yeah, back on the back on the point of, you know, the company being, quote, unquote, punished and learning a lesson, if you go back to CT Project Red as an example, that's probably not going to happen with as much as their stock probably took a short-term hit. They, after Cyberpunk, they turned out record profits last year still, and their chief executives all getting, or all got record bonuses at the end of the year because they sold a lot of copies. And that's even with Sony taking the game off of the PlayStation store. It's still cyberpunk is still not on the PlayStation store. And, and still like, even with all the refunds that they had to issue, they're still claiming record, record profits. And that's a mainstream game more so than more so than elite is getting all the bad press that it got. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not optimistic for, long-term changes to the industry, I guess, because of this. I just hope they fix it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. The, I, I'm sick of negativity. Model, the industry model has been release it broken, collect all the pre-sale money, and then fix it when you have time. And okay, I, so just to, to – I, I think that deserves a slight reword. I'm completely on your side, but – the thing is, I don't think anybody decides to release something broken. I think they decide to release it at a certain time, in a certain fiscal quarter, uh, after raising a certain amount of market capital. And yeah. I don't think they pay a single lick of attention to what's going on in the coding department at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a, the release date is set more or less in stone, and it has nothing to do with whether or not the product is finished. It's whenever yeah. we reach minimum viable product. We're going to release it. Yep. That's correct. Um, should, should we go on? Does anybody have another point? 
I'm, I'm getting a little salted out. I've, I've, I think I've expended my salt. I think, yeah, I think we've beaten that dead horse into uh, leather. Hey, we're good at that, though. <laughs> hey, you <laughs> promised to be white knighting. Give me something. Let's let's bring this back up. Actually, wait, wait. Hold, hold on. If I can, gonna, I can, just, I can interrupt. I am having a lot of fun sitting in my ship above the settlement and shooting down at scavengers with my missiles. Watching their bodies ragdoll across the <laughs> ground when they die. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> awesome. right, sorry, that, that is undeniably awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was actually going to say, I, I actually, I'm not out of salt because I was just going to mention that um, uh, uh, I, I, Operation Ida is still on strike. They, oh, yeah. the patch came out. They did not fix or even acknowledge the fact that they've done all this work to repair stations and all that work was totally deleted, similar to the way the BGS is um, totally borked. Um, and, and, and that's it. So Ida's on strike. They've made uh, some provisions for people who have fully loaded carriers that need them unloaded and stuff like that. So um, that sucks. Well, you know, get get on the issue tracker. Hammer that so, sucker. I don't know if they were joking or not, but on Galnet News Digest, they mentioned that all those supplies to repair stations mysteriously vanished. And then the Alliance <laughs> built another starport than what they, beyond what they raised the tritium for in the CG. So did Ed Mahan <laughs> steal all these supplies to build his new starport? <laughs> Make that would that be sort cannon. of magnificent. Yes, yeah. make that cannon. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I, I think he did. I think he did that bastard. I I really do want to say good things. I know do they're it. working on it. Please they, do. They're clearly working on the game. They released two patches, one and one tenth of a patch today, and it it definitely feels like we did need a beta. We we need we need a beta. We need a beta that they can do. update more regularly than they can update the regular game. We need currently a beta to fix the game. Pushing it out as an air quote live launch and calling it live while fleet carriers are disarmed for four days. And people are trapped 1,500 light years from the bubble. In Horizons 2. In Horizons 2. Yeah. Because the servers can't communicate very well. Or the the BGS taking a full hour. And like I've said, everything could be a lot messier. We all, all, everyone here in the podcast rode through the fleet carrier update. Yeah. You know, that was... As far as launches go, considerably more messy. Than, I do not have a memory of it like that. Neither I'm do be I. Honest. I don't. The fleet carrier had some bugs. Um, it did not break game performance, and I do not remember the bugs being anywhere even close to this massive. I mean, it was a way smaller update. It but broke BGS. Keep saying it broke BGS for three weeks. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so in that way, it's the same. Right, but it's not well, only a handful of factions probably had the 
the control war and missing asset. And in V640, there are so many assets for us to war over. It could be a whole year before we were able to allocate all of those assets in just that one system. And and it's obvious that we have player interference. You know, it, it's it's going to be a mess in V640 Cassiopeia for a very long time. And that bug made what we are obviously going to see just take a little bit longer. It, it and we're going to deal with it. You know, like everything else, we'll just we'll just deal with it. BGS giveth the BGS taketh away. You know, we we'll deal with that as they and, do. I think pushing it to to release was definitely somebody who'd never looked at the code or knew what the coders were doing. And they were like, yeah, we're going to put a shit out in this physical year. And and we are suffering. The the players are suffering. The the community team, even the ones we don't know the name and face of that peruse the forums, you know, and and the volunteer moderators on the forums are dealing yeah. with probably record levels of salt with their record player count about things that may have been bugs previously that are only being brought forward now because more people are reporting bugs or because the server is taking longer to do things, bugs that normally didn't happen are having longer chances to do stuff. Uh, Like uh, the failed carrier jump, that may not be an actual bug. It may be, just the server taking too long to allocate space. Mm, and causing returning an error for that reason. Right. And also yeah. eating the tritium without moving the carrier. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm 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 not a good white knight. I, I thought you were okay. Let's, <laughs> uh, yeah. I can listen, I can do a better job than you. I think the graphics, uh, except for like the planet tech that is all copy pasty. That you guys mentioned that last week, right? Like, yeah, yeah. The procedural I, generation seems to be generating exactly the same pattern. You're failing at white knighting. <laughs> no, listen. I think the graphics, besides that, look outstanding. I actually really like the contrast. I've always mm. felt like this game didn't look like real space, and I think the object-based lighting looks great. And I like the hard shadows. And I know that, like. Some people seem to say, I don't know. I I think if I had had this game to begin with and an update turned it into what Horizons looked like, it would look very washed out, like it needed more contrast. Like suddenly we'd all be saying, oh my God, how come space isn't black? Mm -hmm. I think somewhere in the middle would have been perfect, but I I like the look of both. So I am. It's just in certain situations that the whites are just too intense where the they should be. gets heavy. Yeah. I, I, ex- I kind of expect we're going to end up somewhere in the middle with uh, high contrast but without quite so much of the bloom. Because yes. I think that's what's really bothering people more than... Like you've played like, CQC, right? The, the ice field map. Only those in ice a- those You play it in uh, Odyssey right now. Those ice asteroids blind you. And oh, right, right. Like the the um, power-ups, they've got that lens flare going on, so you can't see even how they're oriented until you get closer to them because there's this mm. nasty lens flare thing going on. There's just something odd. I was looking in the settings, and I was 
thinking about actually adjusting my monitor settings just for this game, which is just bizarre. (laughs) Well, um, yeah, I I do kind of, I predict that will somewhat change. I, I think you need the hard shadows, though, because now that we do have some atmospheres, mm-hmm. we need to be able to show the scattering. And I agree. That, that will soften shadows, but you can't tell that that's softening shadows unless you have true vacuums not have any scattering. So we've always had these sort of like ambient light out in space, which shouldn't happen, but I whatever, I'm a fan of when a TV show does a true no sound in space and everything. And I know that's bad for entertainment. Because <laughs> I'm a hard sci-fi nerd. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm having fun. So. <laughs> I think hey. you'd have fun with a cardboard box and a I might. Fork. I maybe I may just be too simple. I will say they've the updates they've done are working. Things are happening, man. Things are happening behind the scenes. We could yep. fix all of this by finding out who forced the early release and eat them. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then our problems will be over. All right. I'm going to call can, my, yeah. favorite, my favorite movie, The Postman. President Starkey said things are getting better. They're getting better every day. There we go. Yeah, they are getting better. The developers are busting their asses for us right now, or at least the coders. They're working. Things are happening. Look on the bright side. Yep, we look forward That's to the roadmap tomorrow. Uh, road we should map. end it, but I'm gonna need um, I'm gonna need to throw a cheese to you, and I'm gonna need to say that please thank please thank you, <laughs> please thank you for listening, and please write us a <laughs> review on your podcast player. It helps us um, find more people to listen to us rant. If you're enjoying the show, please come find us on Discord at discord.io slash loose screws. And you can check out the merch store at loosescrewsed.com for mugs, t-shirts, hoodies, and more. Thanks for joining me, Commanders, Chig, Dubs, Hate, Lieutenant Commander Data, and Nurgle. And all that's left is cheese. I'm going to throw in one more thing before cheese. Um, oh, fuck. I know, but it's it's not that <laughs> it's not that big a deal. Sorry, uh, I me did and Ty, such a good job. Me and Ty keep having <laughs> a conversation. He, he's been asking about. Um, uh, Ty has been thinking about you know having a meetup because you know WaveCon oh, yeah. all that stuff. So we, we've we've talked about it a few times. He was thinking about doing it last year, but then you know good old COVID, blah blah blah. Now this year, you know things are finally starting to shift back to normal. But at this point, trying to plan something and everything would just be. Would be tough, especially, you know, you know, we're the American Elite Dangerous podcast. You know, in England, you know, a few hours you can drive anywhere in that country. Over yeah, here, it, it's it's so far to drive anywhere. So David trying to and figure Hayden out and I a, could have a meetup. Yeah. 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 I, that sounds like fun. Um, <laughs> we're all in England away from each other. Jeez, you all just do that. Then. That was just a shot. Sorry. Uh, but all I'm saying is, is we are thinking about trying to plan something next summer. If, if, you know, they continue to fix the game, we still have friends and the community community is still growing and stuff. We're definitely thinking about doing something uh, possibly next summer, but I'm just going to throw an open invite to anybody that wants to come. I'm, Unless you're a serial killer, stay home. But otherwise, anybody over Fourth of July weekend, I'll be in Trigo, Wisconsin, camping with my family. There's a 
uh, campground. We go tubing down a river. You can kayak down the river, all kinds of stuff. And if anybody's looking for something on the 4th of July and you can get a campsite there, you're more than welcome to sit around our campfire. We've got a pretty decent-sized group, and I'll invite any one of you damn idiots to come visit with your families or alone. I don't care. So just throwing that out there. Um, Now, Cheese of the Week is another amazing uh, gourmet cheese, you know, connoisseur like myself. Um, Oh, I just got an orange sidewinder while going into that planet. Don't talk about bad things. Only good things right now. Um, Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Here here we go. This this is a good one. Cheese Whiz. I have not done Cheese Whiz before. People often mistake Easy Cheese, the cheese in the can. Nope, I've done Easy Cheese. See, you cut in before I could I could uh, get you. A lot of people mistake <laughs> a lot of people mistake easy cheese like Jan Tracks for cheese whiz. Cheese whiz is the <laughs> one that comes in the jar and you pour it out and you can, you know, add some peppers and stuff to it and make your nice queso or just pour it over I don't know. What? Pour it over I your thought, uh I your thought cereal cheese whiz was, was in a spray can. I thought no. that, yeah, I, I always cheese thought cheese, with, was, was, cheese the was, was in a jar. The can uh, is uh, easy cheese. That they're uh, always, so, unless you're a connoisseur like myself of gourmet high-end cheese products, you might not know that. But being an expert, cheese whiz comes in the jar. And I mean, I'd even pour it over like Rice Krispies and eat it for breakfast. But I would not do that. That was a lie. <laughs> um But yeah, I'm a bigger fan of Easy Cheese than Cheese Whiz, too. Yeah, you know, the canned cheese is, that should be its own food group. But Cheese Whiz is a great product. It's made by Kraft. Uh, Have some of that. Stay cheesy, everybody, and debate whether it's actually cheese or not. Why have I never seen this in the grocery store? Did you just Google it? I promise. Yeah, I just Googled it. (laughs) I posted a picture of it in Chick Chat. Okay. Uh, next time I go to the grocery store, I'm going to look for some cheese whiz and I'm going to get a can of it and buy a can of like that. What's that? You can get that canned thing, peppers, Rotella or whatever the hell it is. Just pour that in there. Yeah. Pour one of those into it, heat it up and you got a nice uh, quick and easy queso dip. Rotel will turn any Kraft mac and cheese into a meal. Telling you can Rotel mac and cheese is already a meal. I mean, it's just bonus. Yeah. We'll put some, put some Rotel in it. Put some rotel in it. Chest. Put some All hot right. dogs in it. Put some broccoli in it. You can put I'm anything in mac and cheese. Bacon. Bacon. Taco seasoned. Taco seasoned meat of your choice. Velveeta. And rotel. Job done. Job there we done. go. Cha-ching. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that was great. That was great. All right. Anyway, glad to be back in the saddle. I am looking forward to someday being able to play this game again. And that's all from the loosest and screwiest podcast in forever and everywhere. Bye. Bye-bye.